Hello, this is the Gentle Dom, and this is... The Rough Sub. And I believe this is episode nine of the Gentle Domcast. Dang, that's a lot. <laughs> which can be found at thegentledom.com. Um, um, um. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about two topics. One, someone specifically asked me to talk about... And it was very apropos, uh, considering... Turned out to be very timely. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, what we were Good doing, uh, which is chastity. And I felt like maybe we had kind of talked about this in one of the earlier episodes, but it probably was more focused on orgasm control and denial. And then the second topic that we're going to talk about after is cuckolding. So, and I think that those two topics often overlap. Yeah, I think they're very complementary. <laughs> they go together well. <laughs> they go together regularly. So we will get into that. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about is chastity. And the first question that I have basically is, what is chastity? Would you like to give it a go? Yeah. Uh, when we talk about when we talk about chastity, I uh, it it I think of it as basically uh, the uh, a power exchange dynamic. Um, and it is, and chastity in general is not necessarily gendered, but a power exchange, but a power exchange kind of kind of play where one partner um, uh, prevent uh, re- prevents the other um, person the other from, person from having it from having any kind of from having uh, sexual stimulation. Well, like, I shouldn't that's say any kind, question. but basically having but basically uses some uh, means whether there's some sort of device involved or not. Um, which we can talk about uh, to prevent the other from to um, prevent the other partner from having sexual stimulation genitally usually. And so this is kind of interesting. First of all, I always forget that there's female chastity. Like I guess there's I guess that's, I guess that that is a thing. But I have to admit, like I don't know much about it. So I'm just going to say I don't. I will admit I don't know a lot about it. But I do know that uh, it sounds awful. Both design devices and practices <laughs> exist. Like it's um, so hard enough for women to have orgasms. I feel like it just it would make me so mad. But I, yeah, I don't want to overstate. So I don't actually know that much about it. I just no. I know that the there case. is. I believe. I believe you are correct. But I just don't know much about it. So what I want to talk about though is like, does chastity require a device? Does it require a cage? Oh yeah. Quick summary. There is such a thing as a chastity cage, or also called a cock cage, where you which I feel is, like which I feel is like, like a little that. a little. <laughs> you're totally right. Don't you think they know that? Yeah, Google it. So it doesn't doesn't need a device. If you're here, so, like. so I think you're. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're so right. You're so right. This is not like PBS, thankfully. So, um, I don't think that it needs. I don't think that you need a device to do chastity. I think that honor chastity is totally a thing. Yep. Uh, and we do it often. I would say that that is the most common. Yeah, we do it quite often. So we, we, we do. don't we don't live together, and yeah. that's part. I think oh, it doesn't actually it doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, we, well, we do. it matters a little bit of a way because I think that part of what makes chastity hot is the constant teasing, and so if it's not, you're just being like denied for no reason, right? Like people don't like chastity just because they want to be ignored. They like chastity because they feel like they are actively being denied something. So I do actually think that if you don't live with the person, that does make it a little bit more challenging because you either have to do that you know, long distance, you know, get that teasing in long distance, or... I feel like otherwise you're just kind of wandering around your place by yourself with a cock cage on. 
Well, I think the in person, if you live with if you live with a partner, so I will say I have never practiced chastity with the partner I lived with. Uh, if you live with if you live with a partner and um, you're doing chastity, I think that there's a there's an opportunity for like a daily teasing. Yeah. There's an opportunity for a more consistent. Um, like direct reinforcement mm-hmm. of uh, I mean, lots of, of people do do it long term. I mean, not long term, long distance. But I mean, I just think it is easier when we when so when we we do it, we will do it for a period of like I think I think often like a week is a sweet spot for us. Yeah, it's like a week, two weeks. We are like we're baby chastity players. Uh-huh, totally like we true, are not. Totally I have certainly read blogs by people out there who do this for like months and months at a time and they love it and that's awesome for them but we are much more like on the shorter yeah end of things yep we i think it's it, it's it, it spices things up for a run for a run of time i feel like it's a terrible phrase not one sure if you use but that like <laughs> that for a run of period of time um that yeah we often do it like when we're apart like we're not going to see each other for like two weeks then we'll do it during that time period and i'll make you like desperate and and desperate and eager to see me and then I'm really horrible because then we get together and then I just tease you more and more and more and make you insane while I'm here. It feels good. <laughs> so I think that I think that one of the questions is then why do people like chastity? And you came up with a really wonderful phrase and I I tweeted about it and I just want you to say your phrase. <laughs> it's fun to be horny. <laughs> I think that that is a big reason why people like chastity. It's certainly not the only one. I'm sure that there are many other reasons, but I think it's fun to be horny is a pretty big one. Would you like to say more about that? I think that I'm somewhat glibly reducing it, uh, but I also personally like that phrase is the essence of it for me. (laughs) And I think there's a lot of people out there who have made the case that it has had a more like a sort of deeper transformative experience, yeah. uh, effect on their lives. That's really interesting, and, and it I've, like I've really read a lot of your blog posts. and it like really like reinforces their dynamic between the man and, and the woman. Also that also that um, or man of, and in, man in some of those cases that there isn't, but in some of those cases that there isn't too much of a DS dynamic beyond the chastity. Yeah, that's true. That, like that it that it is itself just fundamentally. Uh, the denial of access or the denial of stimulation is like a, a transformative element. I think that's really interesting for me. It's I feel like we use it, whether it's the device or just like the or again just like the practice as kind of like a a game, a game. Yeah, it's like exactly. a fun game. And so we brought up cages. What about cages? Like you do have a couple of cages. Okay, so first, the first time this ever happened, <laughs> you actually obtained for me. I did a a pink, uh, pink silicone. Clas- plas- oh, so it was silicone. Yeah, yeah correct. Uh, silicone uh, cage that was pretty. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be. It was like a full. It was like full case. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like like easy because it was silicone. It was soft. Like I thought it would be a good introduction, but it was bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> different people have, you know, different people relate to their balls and gog in, diff- in different ways, and different people um, are more like uh, more squeamish or wimpier than others. And I know that. So what happened was we we like put it. We tried to put it on, <laughs> and I found you were it, so scared. I found the uh, physical sensation 
uh, while okay, so I'm gonna say while I was really excited at the idea of the mm-hmm. restriction and mm-hmm. the idea of the um, mm-hmm. prohibition, mm-hmm. physically I found the idea of like an object encircling encircling my scrotum and, or my <laughs> you know my 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 balls and like um, and kind of kind of pinching and it wasn't it was not like pinching tight but just like. <laughs> But snugly, it like freaked me out. I mean, I, I basically, I just had like a hard, I had a hard time. I, it's, um, I was kind of psyched out by it. And so we rapidly we removed that off. Um, and then we tried another one and that one was a birdcage. So well, in, and in between that, those times, yeah. we practiced, a, we, I mean, I feel like we had a lot of that like honorless chastity, yeah. chastity games with, yes, that was I, I, to me in between. So then, yes, yeah, so and then you you obtained a birdcage, uh, right? The which bird is cage. like the kind that has like the metal bars, bars. Yeah, and you can tease yeah, through the, them. And the one you got for me was was a lo- was a pretty long. It was I really long. I figured out. I think it's the it's the it's sort of weird how you measure these. Things. I was like scared. I was, was scared like, that like you were gonna get scared, so I tried no, to choose one of those. No, it was things. that was very real. I mean, it was, and you, so you got that one for me, and you were like. <laughs> And then you actually you actually had it shipped to my house. Oh yeah, and I, did. I wasn't there. <laughs> um, and someone may have written uh, some sort of some sort of story related <laughs> to that. I'm not sure under some circumstances. So uh, then and so then I, I tried that out for a while, um, and we it liked was, it. Yes, it was fun. It was very bulky, so like it's <laughs> really hard to wear under pants out and about for me for, for me and my. And I build and everything. I mean, it was a little bit. People wouldn't just think you had like a really big hog. Um, I was just worried people would run up me and grope and, and like grope my cage penis, right? And then like you know on the street of the subway, and then I would like and, you know. And, and, you should and, be so lucky. They might run away with it. I mean, it would it would, it would be uncomfortable. So and you ultimately. Then I got excited about this. <laughs> Eventually, got excited about this. And I bought for myself just a smaller version in a similar design. But steel, stainless steel lengthwise. Lately, you've been like, mm, I don't know. I might need a smaller one. Yep. That's correct. And I feel like this is like this, like this happens. Like I think guys like try it out who are into it. And then like next thing you know, they've got like one of those teeny tiny little caps on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've heard. So I've heard that that actually, that, 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 that it progresses that way. I think for me, you know, I did... I I erred on the side, you know. I just tried to strike a balance and tried to find, and tried to find one that was like the, you know, they're manufactured in certain sizes, uh, and tried to make sure that it was, um, that it was of a material that I felt comfortable with. All right. And I really feel like people who are like really into it, they usually get custom ones made. Uh, yeah, I've heard about that a lot. Yeah, I mean, um, like I think if you're really into chastity, you usually get something custom that fits so, just you. So to be clear about how we play with it, I mean. I don't, you know, even though we don't live together, right? If there's a period of time when we, I might be using the cage, I don't wear it. You don't like wear it to sleep in. I don't, I, yeah, because I, it scares you. I tried to sleep in it one time. I didn't sleep very much. Could could I like could I grow into that potentially? But it 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 isn't that important to either one of us for no. for me to for it for the the toy the device to be like on me at all times. Yeah. Um, I do have a little necklace with a key on mm-hmm. it. I like that. Yes. Um, um, I but so then what will happen is I will wear it uh, during a period of time where it's like on the table, where it's like fair game. Mm-hmm. You, you will kind of encourage me. Yeah, to, I like to wear it throughout the, to day. Wear it throughout the day. And then there was one time you 
you were just talking about today, you got locked out of the house. (laughs) One time I locked myself out of, I went, I I locked myself out of my apartment without a, where I get without a key, which, which again, like people who, I'm sure there's people out there who do chastity a lot who are like, oh yeah, I've done that a million times. Um, But it was just a, it was an alarming moment where I was like, I was like, man, but I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Like, man, I hope no one pants me. (laughs) <laughs> Before I can get back in my apartment, but still, you know, you just realize you had no way of escaping. <laughs> so I would say that that is kind of like that is kind of how we do chastity, and I mean that's what we like about it. And I guess I guess I didn't say what I liked about it. No, which is I just like denial. I love orgasm control and denial in general. That's kind of my major kink, and so this is just another form of that for me. And it doesn't like the toy doesn't matter. I mean the toy is not. It doesn't matter to me. Like I trust you. I know you. Like and to be honest, we don't do it where like you receive no sexual stimulation. Like when you're being teased, there's often commands to actually teach yourself to keep yourself excited and just not come. And I trust you with that. So I don't, I don't feel like we need the toy, but sometimes it's like fun. The toy is fun. Yeah. Um, and I will also say though, to, in, our def- in, in, in the defense of this being a DS. A yeah. DS, I mean, we're not, there are times, there are times when we've done this and it has started to get into my head. And I think really? into your head sometimes too, <laughs> where it feels where it, it feels a little more continuous, like, uh, like, like my cock is really under your control. Um, okay. Uh, there have been such times, and then, and then there's a lot of other times where, as you say, it's a fun game. I feel like it always is, though. Really. Well, <laughs> that is true. I, actually, that is true. I don't really, really, really need it. Like, I always feel that way. Yeah. You nailed it. Except, oh yeah, so what we were going to say was that we were totally playing with this this week. Oh yeah. And here's the kicker. I am bad at chastity. I am like really bad at it because the truth is that like I really like, as much as I like denial, I also really like like watching watching him come like that really excites me so like usually what i'll do is be like okay like you're not gonna come all weekend like i know you've been you've been denied for like a week a week and a half whatever you're not gonna come all weekend and then by saturday night i'm like well <laughs> i'm like maybe i can give in like I, like there's something that happens and i'm like mm, and then i give in and then it's so over I've been, yeah so this morning i put it on and i wore it throughout the day and then in the afternoon we're sitting on my couch <laughs> and um you're te- you were teasing me mm-hmm. outside my pants. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another. You actually had a you accidentally had a ruined orgasm. Um, yeah, that was which surprised both of us. Yeah, neither, you, you, neither <laughs> one of us was trying no. to happen, and I had no intention of you know I was going to let you know, and then I just got really excited. Um, but then after that, I was kind of like, well, and it was <laughs> I didn't tell you. I just was like, ah, I'm going to let him come because it was exciting. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought I was. I thought I was supposed to be supposed to be holding back. See, I'm so bad at it. Ugh. Well, but it was, and so, but you are <laughs> glad you did that, right? I am. It was super fun. I really appreciated that you told me it was hot when that happened. Oh, it was really hot. <laughs> All right, so that's our take on chastity. And now I think we're going to move on to cuckolding. Yeah, our second topic. And cuckolding and chastity, I mean, they just, they often go together. Guys who are into, I shouldn't say, I should say people, but certainly guys, I think, who are into cuckolding are quite often into chastity or 
they they are complementary to one another. I think they really, you know, I think um, for me, I think that when we play with chastity, mm-hmm. it heightens it it, it heightens my mm. own my own fantasies about cuckolding. cuckolding. All right, so let's start and say what is cuckolding. Do you want me to answer? That? Yeah, you answer. I would say cuckolding is uh, humiliation play in which um, in which one partner, the woman, the, yeah, it's, yeah. So we're going to talk about. We're, I think we're going to talk about. There is a version. Yeah, yeah, there is a version of cuckolding for women, but when you say cuckolding, that implies that the woman is having sex with somebody else. Yep, and and that the man is not does not get a chance to have sex with either her or someone else <laughs> for at least for a period at least yeah. for a period of time and that uh to to be really like blunt or crude about it, like she's kind of making fun of him for it. Yeah, there's humiliation. Uh, she involved. and and or the person she's having sex with whose name is who is commonly termed the bull. The bull. Uh are um that there is a, a kind of subjugation and a hierarchy established um, and you know, and making the making the the husband or male partner feel um, embarrassed or humiliated about the fact that he doesn't get to fuck his wife, but it's but someone else <laughs> wants to fuck his wife. And there are different. There are other things that are similar to cuckolding, like hot wifing or like stag and vixen play. Which I admit the term was kind of new to me, but I, it's like a version of hot wifing where you're a guy watching your wife or your girlfriend have sex with somebody else, but it's the humiliation part isn't there. In fact, I think. Some amount of hot wifing actually can be kind of like MF with like the guy being in control, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's true. I think of personally, I think of hot wife as the bigger umbrella, and cuckolding is one oh, very common form that hot, that the hot wife takes, yeah. hot wife practice takes, and the stag vixen thing, where is which is which I think of as more egalitarian, basically, where the woman the the woman may they're committed they're committed to each other. The woman may have many partners, and the man maybe have maybe have no other partners. Um, and he and, and the man enjoys with the stag Just vixen watching. dynamic. My understanding is that the man enjoys uh, either yeah watching or knowing uh, that. But yes, especially but yeah, I think you're right, especially watching um, his his wife have really good sex or poor girlfriend have really good sex with another guy. Um, and then I think there's other there's probably other dynamics that fall under the hot wife umbrella. But yeah, actually I think that I sort of but but um and hot wife is the also the individual role for that, that woman. What if you're not a wife? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean there's a lot of stuff. There's there's a there's a lot of variations. Wait, can you be like there. a hot girlfriend? <laughs> you can. It's a lot of syllables. <laughs> Um, um, okay, so we also wanted to talk about some of the terminology. Like we talked about, you know, the cuck, and then there's the bull. And we specifically wanted to address the issue of like race and cuckolding because it does not always exist, but it certainly is very prevalent. Um, BBC, which I will just say, I don't like this, but I'm just going to say the terminology because. We're discussing it. BBC, if you're not familiar, which British if you know, company. the British Broadcasting Company, it stands for Big Black Cock. Um, and of course, it's just so prevalent in cuckolding. And I do not like it. When I do phone calls with people, I do not like to use that terminology. I don't like race mixing in with cuckolding and, humili- and humiliation because I feel like it is stereotyping black people, black men, and I feel that it is, it's just gross. It's, it's racist. That's my personal opinion. 
Uh, I agree. Uh, yeah, exactly. My, my opinions do not may or may not. I mean, people will disagree, and there have been – I've seen tons so, of arguments on FetLife about this, but – and if you, are, if you are a black guy and you are comfortable – being termed that way and that you're okay with that like i feel like you have every right to be okay with whatever you want to be okay with but i'm not and so therefore i do not feel comfortable using that term or doing that kind of play yeah and so to spell it out a little people you, you are totally right as you said earlier i think listeners are probably from yeah probably familiar with this thing, <laughs> but like basically like a ton of a ton of uh, cuckolding media stories uh, images uh, f- uh video um, and and discussion uh, situates the bull especially as like a, a very muscular masculine uh, large penis black man um, and the and the husband the cook as a white man like almost de facto right like it's almost like it's almost like there's never any a question of like who of like what race the again I'm talking about I, I'm yeah because about the uh, what I'm calling like a sort of toxic stereotype yeah. uh, uh, that I feel. So I feel that there is a non-toxic, non-gross You're probably way, right. to be, way to be way to way for cuckolding to happen. But I agree with you, the gentle dom, that I think that the that that the the habitual casting of the of the I bull mean, as a as a yeah. hyper masculine black man is a bit a bit uh, dehumanizing to a black. Yeah. Man. So and I'm, and I think that there could be a way to have interracial cuckolding in a way that was respectable it's just that it's usually not seen that way the other day i was i was uh on reddit uh (laughs) researching this um and um and you know i I ran across a uh, i ran across a femdom couple Uh cuckold couple where Uh the um the woman was a black woman and the husband was a a white man um and, and i mean of course like every individual I mean, there's, there's not too much to read into that, but I was, but it was kind of like, it was kind of like, yes, exactly. This is the kind of like, like any, there's not, there doesn't have to be this, this strange, this yeah, strange dichotomy. Anyway. All right. So then I have another question, which is basically, are women really into cuckolding? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, I'm on Night Flirt. I talk to a lot of men who have cuckolding fantasies and they're fun. Like, honestly, I like playing them out. They're, they're definitely some of my fun calls to talk about. Um, but I always kind of felt like I don't really – I think this is um, – I think this is mostly a male fantasy because I just – but I might also be biased because I talk to so many guys who are into cuckolding. But I also don't know any women in person who have ever told me that they have cuckolding fantasies. And I don't have cuckolding fantasies in real life. Like they're hot, but like I don't ever want to like – I don't want to do that in real life. So, um, and actually I think probably three-fourths of my callers who talk to me about it don't actually want to do it in real life either. But, um, but then you were saying that like you, in your apparent research on Reddit, have discovered. I was joking when I called it research. (laughs) It was not research. So, um, but the sense I, and this is not just from Reddit, this is from Uh just, but it was primarily, I would say from, primarily from like the written words of strangers on the internet, like blogs, (laughs) forums of various kinds. Um, my, my, I, I get the sense that it's what is a lot more common than if I agree with you that the, the, it's kind of uncommon for, um, the woman in the relationship to, to like, be the really one want, to, to instigate it. Right. That it, when a couple healthily, di- you know, dips into it and starts that what I have heard is that it's not uncommon for, uh, 
the woman to like really get into both of them. Both well, that's them, like poly. The, that's like, like all really kinds of non-monogamy. It. It's often the man who suggests it. And then it's the women who are like, oh, wow, I can get like lots of really hot dudes. And the men are like, ooh, this was a little harder than I thought. <laughs> so I guess Unless in cuckolding, and you're cuckold, you're, it's, a, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. You're right. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But what I will say about cuckolding, and the reason I say it is a male fantasy for the most part, and this is just my opinion, is because the the cuckolding is not for the woman, right? The the woman might like having sex with another guy, but when you're cuckolding, you're not really doing it. You're not really having sex with this other person because you independently want to be having sex with another person. I mean, you might be, but it's very much also because your partner is getting off on that humiliation. And I just feel like as a woman, knowing that would change the entire dynamics. Like either it would be hot for me to know that I was humiliating him right. or it would feel like a lot of pressure. Like I I can't just look at this experience as being for me, but this experience is something that I am essentially doing to fulfill my partner's fantasy. Yes. It, I, think, I think you're not alone in among women, women who see it that way. I, I'm just saying... It, it has seemed to me in my like perusing of people relating their experiences that there's a there's a certain slice of the pie that's not insignificant. I agree. Of women who of women who who are just like develop, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and develop a strong connection with their bull. Oh yeah, I've seen that which too. Which is different from their relationship with their husband. And mm-hmm. sometimes, and you know, a lot of times they might say, "Look, I'm going to put my husband first when when the, if it come, push comes to shove," but. That I, I did, you know, that I do develop a special individual relationship with yeah. the, with, with the person, the bull, or more than one of my bulls in my life. Um, I believe that <laughs> the name is just funny. <laughs> I, yeah, it, I know it's a little it's a little terminology. That is demonizing too, um, a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, I've always, I've wondered about that. I mean, um, I will I will say though, um, I have met a couple, uh, a couple dominant women in the in Ooh. in the in the kink scene who told me they were looking for, like, to hopefully hoping to find. A, a husband into cuckold or long term really? male partner into cuckold. Interesting. And you and I both know one of these people, so I'll tell really? that is later. But, um, <laughs> I want to know. Whisper it to me. Later. No, no, no. Okay. Not, not right. um, <laughs> and so, uh, but that, but I, I do agree with you that, that is uncommon. It seems to be. Uncommon. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just my perspective. Like I said, like, I don't have any friends who have openly told me that oh, they I, are into it, but I'm not saying that. That's not, I'm not saying they don't exist by any means. All right. So one of the things I want to talk about, like, obviously, do we find it hot? Clearly, like, you find, you find fantasies hot. But, and we have both actually watched each other have sex with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we do not consider that cuckolding by any means no, or cuckqueening because, um, which I'll talk about in a second. But, like, because there was no humiliation involved in that. It was much more just voyeurism. Yeah. Um, and so in a sense, like, do we find that hot? You have told me that you have some fantasies about that. Yeah, I, I do. Um, there's a part of me that regu- that I think regularly fantasizes about at least about that broad hot wife umbrella. And sometimes it takes this cuckolding, this cuckolding slam, or I would say like this kind of femdom slant. I mean, the actual, like I would say the actual humiliation experience for me is it seems like less important than the hierarchy between myself and my and my female partner who might be fucking someone else. 
Um, I know that's like sort of splitting hairs, but like I feel like I'm less fixated on the humiliation and more on the like femdom nature of it. And for me, it's just like I'm not totally opposed to it, but I would have to find somebody I was attracted to who like wanted to do that with me. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm just very picky. So I just mm-hmm. have not found anybody who I would want to do that with. And even though I am technically poly, and that is sort of a nebulous term, but like I still don't have anybody in my life who I think would be interested in fulfilling that kind of role. I'm going to be really honest and real about another aspect of this, which is that like I'm not sure that I could really handle it in real life. Like it, like that that a sort of dynamic where I was being I was being made to feel jealous and excluded, even temp- you know that it was being made to feel jealous and excluded. I'm not sure that I would be done. Well, so this brings up one of my last questions or one of my last things to talk about, which is I said, I said, I think Coco thing is edge play. And you said, Fern said that. Sharon Ferns, who we all love. It was, on, it was on one of Sharon Ferns' uh, I did not know this. Audio but, Q&As said something But like I that. consider it edge play. Edge play is definitely usually considered to be like, well, I mean, it is what it is. It's like edgy play, right? It's play that could be dangerous it's in among some the way. most dangerous. And I consider it to be edge play. Normally, you would consider that to be like physically dangerous. But I consider it to be very emotionally dangerous because I feel like once you do it, you can't like put it back in the box. And now you said, but I uh, so I was I've heard this <laughs> that's a exactly lot. what you said <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how I communicate a lot of the time even if I'm not gagged so I've heard this a lot the idea that you can't go back from it you, or you can't come back from it you can't undo it I, what my question has always been now uh, I'm gonna also say I've not been married and I've not been in a relationship where I was like like um uh, made a commitment to someone for like a lifetime or something like that. I, I my, my question is always like, well, why couldn't you just try it? Have one partner tell the other one, Hey, you know, I don't like that. And then not do it anymore. Well, I, because I think it is a little bit different than just like having sex with somebody else because you're bringing the humiliation into it. And I just really worry that that could be it plants a seed. I just think it could be really damaging. I think if you don't really know that you want that and maybe start off really small, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of test the waters a little bit. And you're just like, we're just going to do this. I think it could be very traumatic to somebody. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think all that. non-monogamy is honestly best to be done in small doses uh, rather than just like totally leaping in head first. Yeah. But, but I think especially something that has that kind of like humiliation aspect to it. And so I guess the thing I want to talk about, and this is kind of the last thing I'm going to talk about, is like, can this be reversed? Is this a gender reversal? And yes, and the term is called cuckweening. It's not as popular as cuckolding. You don't hear about it as much. And you thought this was cute. Instead of the bull, the 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 bull is called the cupcake, which is which is which is cute. I admit. Um, so and, the, with a man in the couple, right? Has the sex man with a different woman other than his right. wife or his girlfriend. Yeah, and intentionally to humiliate her, basically, mm-hmm. and and yeah. expose her vulnerabilities and and flaws. And although Sounds I terrible. am like I say like ninety percent dominant, I do have like about ten percent switchiness, and a large part of my switchiness involves emotional like degradation and humiliation to be honest and so i find this i find this fantasy super duper hot but i will never do it (laughs) i would be terrified to try this with you i will never do it because i am not emotionally strong enough for that and the fantasy of it 
is going to be so much hotter than what the reality of that would ever be. The reality will either be like, I'm not that interested and don't care. Or you like really trigger something that hurts my feelings. And then I'm going to just be left with terrible insecurity. So um, I don't want either of those. outcomes. That's how I feel about it. Um, and I don't know. Is that kind of to be kind of cover cuckolding a little bit? I think so. It's, I think both, so for, I, will, I will say both chastity and cuckolding are things where, are examples of, there's many of them, where um, kind of what you just said, the, the fantasy is sometimes enough or, or um, it's just, hot to think about. Yeah, just talking about it, teasing um, about it. And then you, you, know, have, you have often done that. You've teased me about having sex with other women and... Actually, that was like the funniest time you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> See you next week. He attempted to he attempted to to degrade me, verbally degrade me, and I believe you said I was. What was it? I was really lame. Wasn't that it? It was. You're, he's like you are. I was trying totally to call, lame. I was trying to come up with ways <laughs> with ways to insult you. And I just started bed. laughing hysterically. And I, I think I said, you're like... You're so, you're so, so lame. lame. <laughs> you just lost it. <laughs> and that was a fantastic moment of bonding between us. It was. It was great. It was fantastic. I love yeah. it. I love that story. Right. All right. So thank you guys so much for joining us on episode 3,257 yeah. of the Gentle Domcast. If you have anything you want us to talk about, uh, it was great getting getting a request. Mm-hmm. So just let us know. We're already like, what are we talking about now? Um, next week, we're going to be talking about the crown. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we hope that you all have a lovely day or evening or whatever. Yes, have a lovely time of day. Bye.